Blog Talk Radio. Are you having trouble keeping up with the accelerated life-altering changes on the planet? Welcome to New Earth Central, reporting to you live from the New Earth, the newly forming world reality of vibrant health and well-being, united community and personal evolution. Tune in to learn how to update your internal coding and biocircuitry to the rapidly shifting consciousness so that you too can become a divine human. New Earth Central is the brainchild of Meg Benedicte, a pioneer in bioenergetic vortex healing and ascension activation, weaving together ancient spiritual knowledge, quantum physics and 2012 astrology. Each 90-minute show is packed with insightful discussions on current ascension topics, one-on-one caller healings, and group energetic upgrades for all the listeners. New Earth Central is dedicated to promoting a holistic lifestyle that supports all life on the planet. New Earth Central, where you can pick up your ticket to cross the bridge to the New Earth. Additional services are available at our website, newearthevolution.com. And now, here is your host, Meg Benedicte. Well, hello everyone. This is Meg Benedicte, and I'd like to welcome you to our t- show today. And we're looking forward to working with you in some good ascension healing here, good ascension activations. So let me also introduce to you my co-host, the wonderful Manette Mays. Hi, Manette. <laughs> hello, everyone. Hi, Meg. How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. I'm looking forward to this work. It's just, you know, this is where we're kind of getting to the point. 11.11 is in less than a month, and it's time to roll up our sleeves and really start to collapse out all discordant energy so we can evolve and really move into enlightenment. So I'm starting to kind of get this message from my own spirit team here on applying it to myself, and so we're going to help everyone do it today. We're we're working on collapsing ego attachments today, and that doesn't actually sound like a lot of fun, does it? Oh, it sounds but... like no fun whatsoever. <laughs> no, it doesn't, now that I think about it. We're kind it of doesn't... attached to our egos. How do you live without one? <laughs> exactly. And <laughs> as we're speaking, I even have like this pressure tension headache in my left <laughs> side of my head. And it's like, oh, there's the ego. It's wanting to resist all this healing work. So it can show up in so many ways in our lives and Body tension is one of them. <laughs> uh, so what we've seen in just this last week, um, and Manette and I have been noticing this issue coming up where it's almost like this powerful force is moving through us to prepare us for 11.11, and it's pressuring, you know, it's pressuring into these areas where the ego is still trying to hold on and control and dominate and, and resist all the change, resist all the evolution that's occurring, and but unfortunately, it doesn't get to run the show anymore, <laughs> and it's time for our beautiful divine souls to come in and begin to run our lives in uh, within alignment with soul truth. So we have to learn a new relationship with our human ego and, and kind of create a new agreement, uh, you know, a new a new process. And the reason is is because you know. For us to be able to move into this new earth, which exists in fifth dimension, humanity and Gaia needs to ascend up from three-dimensional experience up to fifth-dimensional experience. And, of course, we've been talking about this for the last couple shows. What does that mean? And if we just get to just the basic terms, 
you are ascending up your core chakras to get your soul light into each and every one of them. So it's it's kind of like an opening and an activation that's happening into each and every one of our energy centers. And the first bottom three are connected to the three dimensions, connected to our three-dimensional life of the human. But then when we start to ascend up and get our light into our hearts, this is where we're getting into fourth dimension of the heart chakra. This is our heart center connection to our soul. And then we take that light and move it up into our throat chakra, and this is the fifth dimensional chakra. So there's lots of issues that get kind of pushed up to the surface when we begin to move our soul's light from our heart up into our throat chakra. We've been, And you can go back and listen to some of the recordings on the, on the past shows where we, we're opening up this pathway from our heart to our throat to our mind so that the mind, so what we have in our thoughts, what we feel in our emotions, and then what we feel in our heart also match. And this requires union. We have to we have to be able to bridge them and create union in our heart, in our mind, in our voice, and in our actions so that we can be living in unity consciousness. And this is not easy. And so this is a process that we're all working on is, is kind of staying in observer consciousness and finding out where is this ego trying to block that you know what are some of the obstacles that come up in our lives to that prevent us from living in this union well some of the things is is just even watching and looking for where we may have separation that exists in the four levels this is the physical the mental the emotional and the spiritual this is where we may feel where our mind is fighting or battling what we feel in our heart or our you know our our linear ego doesn't want to have anything to do with the with the spirit. So these are kind of the the battles that play out inside us all the time coming from this ego. I know I know you you and I've talked about this Manette, where this shows up in lots of areas in our lives. Well, no, we're, I think it's showing up um, conflicts. It's showing yeah. up where, you know, we have this good feeling in our heart, but we may not see with our minds where that feeling exists in reality. Mm-hmm. And none of us really knows what this 5D world looks like. We haven't lived there before. So getting getting our, our system that's hardwired to run on our ego to let go and trust that what our heart is preparing for us is beautiful and wonderful and safe. It, that I think that's kind of that's a challenge, you know. Mm-hmm. It is a challenge, and I know as I've been going through the process, I just need proof. I need to proof proof that it's working, and so it's okay to ask for that. You know, I said, give me some evidence. Let me see how this works, and my trust will grow as I am seeing it demonstrated in my daily life, and it actually has. So. I have a real strong trust that my soul will take care of me and will provide for my needs, but it has built over time, and it's been through evidence, real proof. Uh, I've also seen how my egos mess things up for me. So, <laughs> so some of the things I that think you... we all get a little. I think we all get a little bit of proof. I think, but the the long term trust, I think, is 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 still pivotal because. It's like, you know, if you're in a relationship with someone that you trust and something happens to break that trust, mm-hmm. even though you actually have a large body of evidence, you know, 
you know, 90% of the relationship is what it should be, there's still a little part of you that takes a long time to be able to trust again. And I think we're all kind of even to the point to where we're just working on that last 10%. Not even the whole thing anymore, just that last. You know, my biggest thing has always been, okay, this is great. We're going to go out and establish this wonderful place to be and we're going to reconnect to source and see the illusion of all of it. And then... Part of me goes, but yeah, but what what if it ever happens again? And I know it's just a little, you know, my six-year-old inside, you know, saying, wait a minute, why is it messed up to to begin with? But that's, you know, that's where we get stuck sometime, I think. Well, yeah, and it's also based on fact. <laughs> it's based on it that actually did happen. So this is, this is not you're making this up. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's, those are the things that the ego will just take and run with, right? Because it actually did happen. Um, what yeah. I've what I've seen in, in spending time working with the, the ego and, and myself and then healing with other people in client sessions is that it's a really a shadow personality of the human self. Uh, sometimes people say, well, the human is the ego, and I don't experience it that way. Actually, when I tune into someone when they are born into an incarnation, they're in their purest human essence, their human spirit. And the ego actually gets built after that. It starts to build up over the years, and it's more of a negative personality or shadow personality or identity uh, of the human self. It's not, to me, the essence of the human spirit. And it's very invested in seeing itself as separate from the world and feeling isolated and disconnected and alone. And so these are some of the, the characteristics of the ego that then start to create a uh, a life where you're living in survival fear. And the survival fear begins to really show up in our lives as competition and judgment and these polarized feelings of being either greater than or less than. It's kind of a swing between the extreme behavior of survival fear where either the ego feels grandiose or it feels insecure. The thing is, is both of those are really just extreme examples of the fear, the survival fear. And so where does this come from? What I've been able to determine in going into vortex sessions, going back in time, is this ego seems to stem from the original wound of separation from source and divine mother and our soul presence. And I've located that to be when we our souls actually enter in through the Stargate 12 into the earth plane. We literally, it's almost like a tearing apart from our soul presence and from the abundance of the universe, from feeling connected and, and fed and nourished by Divine Mother, Father. It's truly a, 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 a like the, the, the veils crash down and we can no longer see or sense or feel that connection anymore. So... We just call it the original wound of separation. And this begins to create within the human psyche this survival fear. And it also creates a very strong lack consciousness. So these are feelings and belief systems that there is not enough in the world to survive. This lack consciousness is a feeling of feeling deprived or denied nourishment. And that's a big wound in the human psyche. Yeah, if you've ever known any kind of de- deprivation, your your whole physicality is always aware of it. Oh, so it just is a undercurrent inside you, constantly running, always feeling so, there's not enough. 
Well, if it is if it is set up then that we, you know, part of in of coming to the earth plane is this separation where we have to accept that we will be separate in order to be here. And even though we've made the conscious decision to do so, it still seems to wreck our being. Mm-hmm. How do we, re, you know, what's the resolution of that? Well, I know that I'm, was that wasn't a small question. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Thank you, Manette. <laughs> I'm only going to go out on the limb on this one <laughs> based on what I've experienced because I'm sure there's many, many spiritual teachers out there who have an answer for this that doesn't match mine. And mine, okay. mine may be a little strange, but this is how I feel it is, and this is how I've experienced it. I feel that when we actually have been incarnating into this earth plane, we get derailed. We get actually tagged and sent into this polarized hologram that is not the way the rest of the universe operates. In a sense, it's like this very, very bad experiment that's gone wrong. And so to me, this is really almost like an imprisonment in this disconnection or separation. This is, to me, it's not a value. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to really go out on the limb. <gasps> I feel that that's what we're doing now. We're here to correct this. We're here to reset. We're here to collapse that imprisoned hologram of polarity and really start to live what's more of our true nature, which is actually as a 12-dimensional crystalline human, a divine human. And there is no separation in that. It doesn't exist. We're actually one with the universe again. And that's where we're heading towards. So it's why we need to break this ego personality or identity out of us because it's part of the program. It's part of what's keeping us locked in to this prison, to this polarity. Okay. So the so it's almost so so it's like that fear is a kind of a virus that gets on us yeah. for coming here. Yeah. But if we sign up for it fully aware of it, we know, okay, we're going into Earth and we're gonna do the thing down there. Do you think that there was some sort of a trick to it? Maybe where we, you know, signed up for a vacation in Rio and we end up in, in um, you know, Folsom? Is that what you I mean, is that kind of what you mean? Well, it kind of looks like that and also I'm gonna go out on a limb on this too. I feel the human souls have actually gotten trapped here. And so we keep reincarnating, and we aren't able to ascend back to source. And that's the problem, and that's why we're here to fix this. That's actually going against universal law. So we're, we're here to liberate the human souls so they can be in oneness with source again, which is their natural state of being, and get out of this, uh, it's pretty much kind of like a slave state, you know. And yeah, that sounds right. So, in, in order to do this, this is why we're we're going to focus today, and we'll probably keep working on this in the future. But we're going to focus on clearing out wherever we need to dissolve this controlling ego identity or will or control, and start to think of it then as your prison guard. That ego, that ego is going to keep you locked in this. A holographic system of polarity, of separation. It's not your friend. It's, it's actually really needing to be dissolved and melted away in our soul light so that we can start to align our, our pure human spirit or essence with the soul truth, the soul presence, the soul light, and start to live in a different hologram, which is this new earth hologram. It's a fifth dimensional new earth hologram of unity consciousness. It's not of polarity. 
and it starts well, to go ahead. Well, no, then what it sounds like to me, it, it sounds like it just got a little bit easier. Meaning, if what we're really doing is remembering the truth of our soul and sort of allowing the ego to go. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Not, like, not that like easy a, to remember because we also no. find out for amnesia. That's but right. it seems like if we could really remember source, if we could remember the connection and remember the abundance and the truth of the entire universe, then fighting with our ego gets a little easier. Yeah, it does change your perspective, doesn't it? And then you realize, why am I allowing this thing to dominate me? Why am I allowing it to mm-hmm. act out in my life? This is this is really actually negative, and yeah, it's it's not for my highest good. So you start to get that new perspective on. And I just went into observer consciousness and watched for when it would show up, and it also, doesn't feel good. <laughs> it doesn't feel no. Good this, well, you know what? This is kind of you know this is kind of like that. Look at the the Occupy movement that's going on yes. all over the world, where everybody finally realized, like, wait a doggone minute, we're there's you know ninety nine of us and one of them. So yeah. why are we letting them push us around? Well, I'm glad you brought that up because what you just described is a holographic mirroring of this lack consciousness, mm-hmm. where only one percent gets abundance. And so the more that we can clear lack consciousness out of our own thinking and our own minds and our own psyche, then the outer world, which is a hologram, begins to mirror back to us an abundant reality. And that's what they're fighting for. They want to shift. That's what this whole 2012 is about. They want to shift the consciousness to live in an abundant world. And so we have to actually shift it in our minds first that we see the inequity, which is happening, and then we shift mm-hmm. it in our hearts where we go, that doesn't feel right. That's, that is not in alignment with truth. And then we start to protest and demand that we live in a just world. So that's what's happening. And well, it's I actually exciting. love the way that this is taking place. What they're doing, in a sense, they're not attacking. They're just standing uh-uh. in their truth. Yes. yes. Wow. That's awesome. Yes. Yeah. And so what they're uh, uh, yeah so what they're embodying what what these protesters are embodying is really a, a, a kind of an organic um, cry for balance and justice. It, it, you just feel because the more that you can connect to this unity consciousness, and this is streaming into the planetary collective field right now, so it's helping people wake up to the injustice of this lack consciousness. And so the more that they feel their inherent right, right, our divine inheritance is equality. It's it's being able to take care of our needs. It's to be able to be abundant. That's our divine inheritance. So as more people realize that's truth, not the stuff that's happening all around the planet right now, that is not truth, then you start to demand it. And so we're going to do that in ourselves as well. We're going to say, hey, Whoever is, who's, whoever's saying that inside me right now, that negative thing about me or sabotaging me or, or judging others or, you know, all this stuff, that's not truth. That's not who we are, and we begin to collapse it. So what the, what the protesters are doing is they're trying to collapse a very unjust system around the world. We're needing to do the same. We need to collapse inside us through conscious surrender of this egoic identity and really start to trust our soul truth and live in our soul purpose. So some of the things that to do this, we'll, we'll work through this in our in our energy uh, healing portion here. In order to evolve into this fifth dimension, out of this 
this imprisoned hologram of polarity and really bridge into this new earth dimension, the fifth dimension, what we need to do is we need to clear out the ego personality, the will, the control. And to do that, we need to let go of all emotional attachments to the past. So what does that mean? This You would be surprised how many you'll find. I couldn't believe how many I found. We have... Hey, Betsy, why don't you ask us to do something small, Meg? I know. <laughs> <laughs> we don't seem to do anything small. We, no. we are going to, even the, even the thought of, oh, my God, i got to let go of more. <laughs> but mm-hmm. we have to let go of any emotional attachment to past pain, past loss, past tragedy or trauma, past heartbreak. I had a big one there. Past financial disasters, past divorce, or even past disease or illness, because you even meet people who say that I'm a cancer survivor. Well, how about you just be a divine human? Let's go, let go of the disease in the past even. We need to clean the deck. We need to really be where we are starting fresh and there's no more egoic identity even able to grab us and pull us back into the polarized world. That's that's what we're heading towards. Oh, Which is being sound? in the now. It is being in the now. And being I'm glad you brought that up. Right For anyone who wants to have help through this process, I highly recommend Eckhart Tolle's book, The Power of Now. It's extraordinary. It's a beautifully spiritual written book on just this process of really dissolving and collapsing the ego, the power of now. Okay, well, let's go ahead and get started. Now, Manette's going to manage the chat room for those who are just joining us. And even though it says my name, that is Manette, because <laughs> I'm going to be manning the telephone lines here for the callers. So do we have any anything coming in through the chat room we would like to look at first, Manette? No, we're okay so far. Kapua said, go big or go home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> and apparently that's how we roll around here. Uh-huh, we don't live small. <laughs> yeah, we no. We can't live small anymore. We can't. We're, we're, we're getting, the timeline's getting a little tight. we got to go. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's go ahead and we'll start the portion of the show where we're going to do some energy healing and some activations, and then we'll go back to the lines and chat room here. So it's take about 15, 20 minutes or so. So if we can, I would just ask everyone to get their feet onto the floor if they'd like to join in the energy healing. And we're going to get grounded, and we're going to start to breathe the life force into our bodies, so open mouth breathing, just getting that chi into the heart and lungs and into the core of our body, which is the heart chakra and the solar plexus. Good, just breathing in. We're going to move the life force now with the, our intent to move it down into the lower three chakras. That's what we're mentioning of the three dimensions of the human. So we're going to move our life force, our light, breathing it in down to the solar plexus and the sacrum, and then down into the root chakra there at the base of the spine and pelvic floor. And now continuing to direct the breath down the legs to the feet. We're going to extend our feet into the earth, about a foot down to the earth chakra. And this is where we step onto the bottom platform of our aura. And it's like magnets on the bottom of our feet. We're going to step onto like a gold disc. This is the bottom foundation of our energy field here. And we need it always to be grounded into the earth. (sighs) Okay, good. And now let's go ahead and also connect to the crystalline grid work of the new earth. And it's underneath our platform. It's interlocking ley lines of silver platinum source light. And place your platform on it, or you can picture that you're stepping onto a diamond crystal because it's crystalline light, crystalline grids. 
All right, there it goes. Starts to link up and connect to our platform. And let's start to receive up that source light, that silver platinum light coming up into the platform, creating a crystal and base under our feet, coming up the legs and into the core of the body to support us and ground us and provide that divine light. Good. And let's go ahead and also activate the vortex template under our feet in the base of the platform. And what this does is it will open up a whirlpool of crystalline light up around the body in a counterclockwise spin from right to left around the body. There it goes. And it's going to wrap around your entire unified field, moving up and out, up through all 12 chakras that correspond to all 12 dimensions, the seven in the body, the five above the crown. And we're moving up. There we go. All the way up to our higher self up at the 12th chakra. Twelfth dimension, our higher self is our gatekeeper, brings in only the energies that will support us and match us and align with our soul truth. And so let's go across into the 13th through 15th dimension of the Godhead. This is the sea of golden light. And as we move across, let's start to open up our field to become more of a field of light particles. So we're just going to open the space around every cell, opening up to the antimatter field, just got to disperse and open and expand and pull the cells apart into the open space of the antimatter field. And there we go. Starts to unlock us out of the constraints of time. And now we start to actually exist in both, in the particle field of the material form and then at the antimatter field of all that is unmanifested. This is the quantum field, all that is unmanifested. And so we're able to bridge multi-dimensional time-space doing this. And so in this God pool, let's go ahead and use our intent to connect to our divine God self, our soul energy, our soul light, our soul presence, however that appears to you or however that feels to you. And we're going to take our soul light. It's a liquid plasmic light stream of golden light down with the spin of the vortex, counterclockwise spin still, but now down into the crown and into the heart. And we start to stream it and fill into our hearts that soul light, that soul love, nourishing us. It's our soul presence starting to get stronger inside our bodies. Good. Coming down and in. You can see the heart like a container and it's filling with your soul, liquid light, golden light. And now I'm going to run the zero-point harmonic tones of the universe, the frequency of phi, P-H-I, at 432 hertz. We're going to run it right at the center of gravity in our body. So it's between your heart and your solar plexus, right above the navel there. And we're going to use these harmonic tones. It's like running piano scales right here into the center to start to create a neutral space, a vacuum space, actually, that's non-polarized. And it is creating a balance point between the feminine energy on the left side of our body, the masculine energy on the right. And there it goes. starts to run. And as it creates more of this stillness, our core pillar opens and more of our soul can come in because our soul is still. Our soul is peaceful. Our soul is neutral. It does not have polarity. And so we have to create a non-polarized environment for our soul to come in. And it comes in more and more in the stillness, in the quiet, in the vacuum state. Good, very good. 
and now we're going to go ahead and set up a circle so I can work with all of you simultaneously. If you can picture that, you're going to connect to me. I'll stand in the center of our circle and just send some light to me. I will send it back and we'll create a brainwave entanglement here of a resonant field. Very good. And then an outer vortex around our circle. Counterclockwise spin, same vortex that runs around our planet. Okay, good. And now we're going to just breathe into that center point of our body's heart and solar plexus. Breathe in there for a minute. Let's run a figure eight horizontally at that center of gravity. So it's right above the navel. Let's balance ourselves first, balance our, our biorhythms, get our equilibrium here. And it's called the threefold flame for anyone who's interested. So you have the pink ray on the left side of the body, which is the feminine. The blue ray is on the right side for the masculine. And here in the center pillar is our soul, which is the gold ray. And the three form the threefold flame of the trinity, of sacred union inside us first. And uh, both sides need to be really balanced and equal to create this union. And to do that, let's go ahead and go back up to our higher self at the 12th dimension. And let's start to draw down in more of our divine feminine coming from our soul, our God self, into the left crown, down into the left heart, left arm, left side of the body, foot onto the left point of the uh, magnet under the foot on the platform. Bringing in more of our divine feminine, our goddess energy. And this is for both genders. We both have to have this balance. And this has been very deficient and depleted in um, human history for quite some centuries. So we're bringing in more of that beautiful, elegant, graceful, unconditional love, intuition of the feminine, but also bringing in her creation power inside us. Yeah, that's it. Build that up on the left. Right into the heart. Good. Right at the base of your spine, too. This is what fuels our kundalini. And then now let's all go back up to the higher self and start to draw down our divine masculine into the right side of our body. Down into the right crown, right heart center, right arm, right body cavity, right leg, right foot onto your platform. And I always get an, an image of the strong compassion of Jesus. This is a great image to use or to connect to or identify as our divine masculine. And as we bring these in, it starts to push out anywhere there's the weak feminine or the aggressive, violent masculine. We're just cleaning these shadow energies of the feminine, the masculine, out of us, replacing it with our own pure divine feminine and divine masculine. So creating sacred union inside our bodies. And this will help create this environment of stillness for the soul to stay in connection with us, inside us, at our core. Okay, so that's really growing, the crystal base under our feet is pulsing this stronger, our trinity inside our body, so that we can use this powerful energy, this powerful light, to begin to dissolve anywhere we feel egoic attachments to the past. Okay, so this it, let's just focus for a minute into the human self, into the human psyche inside, and let's see if we can get an image of our ego. Let's see what you get as far as how does it appear to you? 
How does it feel to you? Like right now I'm having some resistance right in my left neck. <laughs> How does it feel to you? Could you get uh do you get pain in your joints? So this is where we're starting to watch where the ego is resisting the soul. Truth, where the ego is trying to control the life, where it's trying to dominate the life with its ego wants and its ego desires. It has expectations, it wants met. It has outcomes, it demands. So it's starting to just tune into that part of our human psyche. And we're just going to begin to breathe this powerful soul light of ours into that energy, into where that exists in you. You could feel it in your mind, you could feel it in your heart, you could feel it in the will center, which is your solar plexus. That's a big place, but you could feel it in your gut. Feel it in body tension. We're just going to dissolve our soul light the brilliant crystalline light into where these are dark areas of the ego resistance, the ego control. And we're going to start to lift it up where it's running kind of in the undercurrents deeper inside us. We're using the light, the golden light, to lift it up to the surface and move it into the spin of the vortex so we can start to release it up and out. Good. Let it go. Command it to leave. This is not your essence. It's not your truth. It's not for your highest good. It's keeping us locked in that polarized hologram. Okay, good. Sending it to the galactic center and to the Godhead. Back to the light. And also as we're doing this, working with clearing the egoic uh, control and will, let's invite the pure essence of our human self in to this core with the soul. Let's bring them together where they can bond and they can connect. And Because the ego won't want to come in here because it doesn't trust the light because it's shadow. But the human will come in, especially the inner child, will want to come in where it's loving and it's safe and it's protected and it's going to be nourished by the soul energy, the soul light. Okay, there it is. Just bringing more of our human essence inside because then what that does is it kind of leaves the ego out there in the cold. And it, we can even see it better. Bringing our human in. And even you can connect the heart of the human to the heart of the soul and start to feed that love coming down from the heavens into this, into the heart to the human. Feed and nourish the human essence, the human self, the inner child. Send that love right into the heart of the inner child. So all the areas that we clear of egoic resistance or control, we fill and replace it with this soul light, this soul love, this soul energy. Okay, so let's go ahead and focus back in on moving some more out here. So let's go ahead and focus now on the emotional attachment to anything in the past that wounded you. So this is where we're starting to tap into that original wound of separation Manette and I were discussing. So it could be way back in early childhood. It could even be where you weren't feeling loved by your parents. It could be really severe where you were abused as a child. So we're just going to go back in time where there's these memories and really a powerful stored charge of emotional energy inside. And this especially to know that emotional pain, emotional uh, trauma is stored in the fat cells, and this is why it may be hard to release any kind of weight, excess weight. If we go in and we're able to clear the emotional energy that's stored there in the fat cells, the weight will come off. 
it won't be charged anymore. It won't be polarized anymore, and it will just drop. So what we want to do is focus in wherever you feel it in your body or your heart or your mind that you have attachment still to what happened in your past where you feel wounded, where you felt uh, not loved or you felt deprived. Uh, Okay, so there we go. We're starting to connect to those energies. And let's also now use our soul light to start to lift them out where they're in the fibers of our being, where they're in the chakras, where they're in the fat cells. Let's like lift it up with the light like oil and water. And there you go, into the spin of the vortex and out to the galactic center. Anywhere that there's this stored angst or frustration of living in this prison, feeling locked down, get it up. Let's start to lift it with the light. Good. Out now. Breathe it out. Spin it out. Back to source. Back into the light. And all these areas we're clearing. Let's move our soul light in to lighten us up, to lift us up, to drop excess weight, to lighten up, lighten the body, lighten the heart. Good work, everyone. Really starting to shift. And this is where we're focusing on collapsing inside us consciously. Anything that has been blocking us from this bond, this connection with our soul, where we felt separated or isolated or alone or deprived or unloved, let's use the light to lift that out. These are past memories that we want to actually detach from. So it's like it's like severing the cords or pulling the plugs out of it. Wherever it existed in your past, just pull your plugs out of it, unlock, let go, and let it drop into the void, into the galactic center, into the swirling whirlpool of light beneath you. Let it go. Drop the dead weight. It's behind you in the past. You're not bringing it with you into the new earth. Say goodbye. Bless it, how it has served you to get to this point of enlightenment, but now pull the plug, cut the cords, drop it. Let it go. Back to God Goddess and breathe it out, spit it out, say goodbye, liberate yourself from it, set yourself free of all those emotional attachments now. Good. Spin it out. And you're lifting higher into vibration. You're literally uplifting yourself by cutting the cords, cutting the attachments, and really bringing in now your soul truth as your identity, as opposed to these past egoic identities. So let's just open our hearts to fill with more of our soul truth, open our minds filling with truth to guide us and to enlighten us and to direct us in our future, to nourish us, to love us, to keep us on path, filling in all the spaces we just cleared with our soul light, our soul love, Good, spinning in through all 12 dimensions, coming down inside us, into the core of our being, grounding in at our feet, onto our platform to stay within us and to continue to flow in and fill us and transform us from the inside out, from being an ego-driven human to now really becoming a crystalline-based divine human. And so it is. And as this takes hold... We'll go ahead and separate from our circle, coming back into the now moment. If you like, you can tap your arms, tap your legs, feel your feet on the floor, coming into the room, coming into the now again, and this will continue to integrate 
as we're moving through the show and even into the later hours. And that concludes our work for today. Thank you. So let's go ahead and go into the calls. Is there any questions coming up yet on the chat room, Annette? You know what? We were all in the meditation, and Manette just accidentally closed the entire studio, so she's got to sign back in and get the questions. <laughs> all right, then I'll take a call here. All right. Okay, so I'm going to call out the area code and then the first few digits here of your phone number. And this one looks familiar, but I'm going to bring it up because it's the longest one waiting. 905-294. Hello? Oh, hi, Meg. It's hi. Era. Hi. Oh, hi, I Eric. Hi. I'm, I'm okay. I didn't mean to call in because it just because I wanted to allow someone else to have the, the privilege because you know we have our sessions. Okay. So I had called. I had just called in and blog talk said press one, so I didn't press the one. <laughs> <laughs> but now that I have you, yesterday's webcast was amazing, and I was just hoping that I did everything right yesterday to bring in the. Um, you know the energy and the amazingness into the heart. Mm, so I okay. was one because I still seem to have issues with my stepdad. A lot of fear around that, and we can work on that when we have our session. But I was wondering if you could just do maybe a quick scan now that I have you to make sure that I integrated everything from the web past and today even correctly. Okay. Well, what you're talking about, everyone I'm sure can um, relate to is, is when the fear starts to get into the heart. So. Let's go ahead and I'm just going to tune in era, into the heart space here and we're going to just do another boost here of focusing on where it is around any fear you feel with your father. And this could be for like all My stepdad, yeah. I'm sorry, Yes, he's such a domineering figure. And when my when he came into my life when I was around 12, there was a lot of lies around it that my mother perpetrated. And at first he kind of hated me. Mm-hmm. And so I have a lot of fear. And now, now that he's older and he had a stroke, and um, I'm, I'm just trying to be so loving to him, but I still have that fear. I notice around when he's going to call, I get mm-hmm. so scared and I start to shake. And I'm thinking, what's up with that? Yeah, well, that's your little girl inside. That was the that was where the wound started. So let's go back to 12 years old. Let's go back to when this began. It's the original um, opening point there because we were getting into it. I'm just going to move source light into that wounded era in your your young uh, teenage girl here. We're going to go in, and I see and feel the rawness of the wound. So, era, we're just going to get the source light to go right in. It's the soft pink light to mend it, and it's lifting that dark fear up and out. Oh, there it goes. It's, almost, it's like sludge. It's just dark and tarry. Just pull it out. And, and just wrap your arms around you at that age and let yourself know you're here coming back from the future to heal her and to liberate her, actually, from that past memory of the stepdad and the fear. Okay, good. You're just starting to pull her out of that timeline era, and let's bring her into this now where she can come into the loving heart, the, the soul presence in the heart. Okay, there you go. Bringing her in. Whoa, where she's not stuck in that memory and that timeline of so much angst. <sighs> And we're just kind of washing her off, so it's like we're bringing her under a shower of divine crystalline light. It's fluid, just like raining through her, washing through her. There's a lot of pain in there. And we're going to wash it out back to the galactic center, just like cleaning her like a crystal where she's purified and light again, and her true essence can shine through without that pain and fear. 
and feeling loved again. Okay, good. And so I'm feeling the release happening. Let me check on the heart template for a minute here real quick. Okay, it's it's still coming in. It's still integrating, Era. So you can, once I post the recording, you can work through it again to continue the integration process. It's a big one, so I think all of us are going to be working with it a little bit. But it's there. It's just integrating still. I mean the template from yesterday. Uh huh. Uh huh. Oh God, that was so amazing. Yeah, that's what our this is our future. So just for the listeners, what we're starting to get guided on is how to integrate the soul into the human reality because that's been a hard thing for us to be able to it's almost like we have to stop life go into meditation to connect to our soul and so as we go through 2012 and we really begin this ascension process our goal is to be able to bring the soul into our daily human reality where we're living a meditation where there is no time differential right where our heart is truly pulsing in the soul energy and that and it's in our human reality it's more bringing the soul and the human into union and so we're starting to do some work on this in other teleclasses so just um we did some of this last night okay eris so work with that keep 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 present with your 12 year old and keep loving where her where is she right now where um, is she right I now i feel her inside your heart and you're holding her there and you're bringing her the soul love and also the love of divine mother father Will be and the divine mother will hold her for a while mm-hmm. and be with her. Yes. And the soul can soul heart connect to her as well and feel yes. her as well. Yeah. Yes. Because she was okay. split. It was a split actually. She was split out. So you're bringing her back in. So oh, she and she's blood. already in, right? And she's been healed yes. and clear to that. Yes. So that's a done done issue then. Yeah, but you have to you have to keep healing her. She's still okay. healing. She's not completely healed yet. Okay. Okay. Sweetie. Well, thank you, Meg. You're welcome. I'll talk oh, to you later. I love you so much. Okay. Thank you, Meg. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay. Let's go to the next caller. Okay. Seven seven eight seven five four. You're on the line. Hello. Hmm. Hello. How are you? Oh, I'm fine. Thank you. Who is it? Um, oh, sorry. I'm Irene. Hi. How are you? I'm pretty good, thanks. Okay, I've had a you? couple of things. One one is a physical thing that I've had for many years, and it's in my lungs or bronchial tubes. And I've been able to work with others in this level, but I can't get this cleared in myself. Okay, so what we have to do, that once it's manifested to this degree, we're going to have to start to kind of peel out whatever is the root, kind of the root of it. Um, right. Okay. So let me get, tune into your heart and your solar plexus. Let's see where we get guided here. All right, so we're going to drop into the bronchial condition and get into the what are the codes and consciousness that's manifesting it. Oof, okay, we're going to start to actually lift some of the density out of the lungs. I'm feeling a lot of dampness and thickness here, so let me just use this. Use your soul light to lift out that thickness. Oh, here it comes. And we start to move it up into the spin and out out of the lungs. Oh, good release. Back to the galactic center. Let me see what we got underneath here. It's some kind of a a dark root. Let me get into it. It's past life, actually. So there is, uh, it's more complicated. I'm not sure if I can be able to do this all in um, the show here. But let me see if I can get something wiggled loose. We're going to use the vortex to go back in time 
to where the past life is entering into this now. So just so you understand how this operates is when I look at the unified field of each of our of each of our energy fields, it looks to me mm-hmm. like the wheel again. This, this image of the wheel okay. always pops up. So your soul is the hub of the wheel, and each of the spokes has a different timeline, and but they're all happening at the same time, and they're all affecting each other. So this is why we have to do sometimes some past life uh, healing because it's affecting us in this time now. Um, okay, right. so I'm going to drop in. And so first thing I'm picking up is a fire, and there is smoke in the lungs, and so you can't breathe, and so it feels like you're actually getting asphyxiated. And so we're going to drop into this part of your soul. It's a soul aspect that died a very tragic death in a fire. We're going to get in. And what we need to do is start to liberate. This is a soul fragment that needs to come home into union with you now. And okay. so we're going to go in, and with your angels, we're going to lift her out of that timeline. Okay, here we go, lifting her up and out across the membrane of time, over into this now. So we're, we're passing across the spokes of the wheel into now. Okay, bringing her in, and we're going to start to spin her into your core to bring her home into the heart of the soul where she can blend in. Okay, she's coming back into the light. And as she comes through this membrane of time, we're cleaning her with the crystalline light of all the past trauma. So we're washing it out of her. Whoa, all past trauma, fear, anxiety, just a really pretty deep fear in here. Because it doesn't feel like it was an accident. It actually feels like she was trapped intentionally and she was yeah. trapped with her family, and it feels like it was some kind of a religious persecution. Oh, man, okay. coming in. Okay, I'm starting to feel her come into you, just this beautiful love in your heart of the soul. So let's just bring her into the light of the soul to blend home back into union with the soul light where she's no longer in pain or suffering. All right, there we go. She's stepping in. And when we do this, we reclaim all lost power that was stolen, taken, or destroyed in the past life to return inside you now. Okay, good. Here comes in. Welcoming it home inside you. And now we start to open the lungs with the light, with hope, with joy. So she's, we're updating this part of your soul, the soul fragment, so she sees she's in this now moment. She's not in danger. She's in safety. She is protected. She can come alive again inside you now. Okay, good. Whew, she's lifting off some heaviness off the heart, off her heart. Send that out. It's almost kind of like she's opening her eyes for the first time, mm-hmm. seeing around and going, oh, okay, I'm safe. And now I'm feeling grief come out of her, loss of her family. Oh, loss of her life, really. She was young. Yeah. So she has a new chance to live again inside you in this lifetime. We're bringing all our soul aspects home inside us in this lifetime so we can make it our final lifetime. Absolutely. Yeah, so it's a tremendous healing for you. I'm getting there's going to be some more that will sift up into your conscious awareness that you can just bring love and healing to. Her, there's just feels like I'm, I'm seeing some more layers lifting. So, um, and if you feel that you need any kind of uh, assistance, additional assistance, you can call me or email me, and we can set up some healing uh, session. Okay, that's great, Megan. I wanted to ask you: Is this also then re- just a couple of things related to her creativity? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And the other, yeah, the other thing is, um, I had. 
I don't want to go into this uh, on on the line here because it's 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 too long. But I've had some very um, archetypal dreams in relationship to the new creation energy, mm. and um, uh, this was years ago. And I've worked with those, but I I feel that with this piece coming back, this this essential part of myself as as the creativity, yes. that that will then begin opening the my work more. Yes, and she also has a, a great affinity with nature. So yes. you're going to, that's a link. I'm sorry, happening inside you right now. So she's, you're linking up through her as- essence to the Devic realm and to the nature kingdoms and even to the mineral kingdom. So you're starting to really integrate her to use in this now. Use her gifts yes. in this now. I mean, speaking with the intelligence of nature and so on. Yes, yes. Absolutely. Okay, that's wonderful. I appreciate this, and I just need to get your number because um, you're new ahead. to me. Oh, okay, <laughs> you can go to head to the website and and just hit contact, and that'll get my email. It's newearthevolution.com. Okay, that's wonderful. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. And many many blessings. Thank you. Talk soon. Bye bye. Bye bye. Okay, great. Uh, Manette, how are we doing over in the chat room? Oh, I gotta get Manette off mute. Mute. Sorry, honey. <laughs> there you are. It's okay. Um, I finally got the chat room back up. Yay. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Um, the uh, we have still trying to balance our masculine, feminine energies. Oh, yeah. Is yeah. where we're. Yeah, that looks like um, uh, Zay, who we did, Savea, who we did a little Zay. work with um, at the end of the last show. Um, it needs to. Uh, work on integrating the masculine and feminine energies. I guess that's what we're all doing right now. We are. We are. That's a biggie. Okay, so let's let's tune in, everyone, to the male-female connection. So this is right down the center chakras where uh, it's the circuit, basically, where the male and female energy on the left and right, they connect and they run the electrical current of our soul through our system. And it's been operating as... Those who are electricians or scientists know through actually the polarized energies of uh, electrons. What we're going to do is shift it, and where they're actually going to come together into unity consciousness and use our our consciousness to run electrical currents through our being, as opposed to this repelling polarized force. So, okay, so Savea, let me tune into you real quick and see how you're doing with that. Just um, you just kind of think of that long circuit. It's like our main artery runs right up the center pillar of our body and into all the chakras. And we need the male-female connection. It's kind of like, you know, we put the, the, the outlet into the wall to get electrical contact. There we go. Let's get more electrical contact between the male and female connection into all the chakras. We're going to run figure eights horizontally in every single one, all 12. It pulls it together right at that fulcrum point where the figure eight crisscrosses and they begin to connect. Oh, there you go. Get that charge running up the body. Ooh, good. Beyond the crown, up the pillar. Okay, this is a better connection. It's starting to link up better. We're pulling out a little bit more separation consciousness. I always see it just like dark energy. It's it's very dense and it's magnetically charged, so we're just healing some of that out so more and more of a strong link up, a strong electrical current. <sighs> okay, so now that's just in the bio circuits. Now we want to also see how you're doing with the twin flame un- union. This is where we 
really are building that trinity of the feminine, the masculine, and then the divine source. So we're going to go to your heart next. And let me see how you're doing with holding that that sacred love in your heart of the trinity. Okay, we're going to strengthen that some more. What we're peeling out is this, it's discordant energies between the feminine and masculine, and it is pe- based on the past, which we all have because we've been living, living where this hologram is polarizing male-female connection, dating all the way back to mitochondria, Eve, and Adam. And so we're going into where there's some of that still, so they have that is lingering here, past heartbreak or separation or loss. And let's help the human self, the ego, just let go of attaching to it anymore. Yes, it happened. Yes, it hurt. It was devastating. It was even in past lives. But we're liberating ourselves from this lineage now, from from this history of being imprisoned and locked down. We're moving out of it. We're liberating ourselves. So we don't need to actually even remember it anymore. We don't need to hang on to the baggage. So you're starting good. You're starting to lift out anywhere you felt it still lingering, where the human was hanging on to it or attached to it. Woohoo, good. This is for all our listeners. Just keep dropping the baggage. You just identify it when you feel it and go, I don't need that anymore. And you start to lift it out with the soul light, like oil on water. Just lift it out. I don't need to carry that. I don't need to hold on to that. That's not helping me anymore. I choose to see myself free of it all. I choose to see myself pure and clean, starting over, fresh. Yeah, good. That just opened your heart more, and the Trinity's getting stronger in there. Ooh, much better. Okay, we're spinning this in to ground this in. How's she doing? Is she is she um has she typed anything in yet? How you doing, Savannah? Then she's probably knocked out. That's a big deal. <laughs> you and I both know about that. Oh, this is oh. a biggie. There's just a lot of history here between the twin flames of mm-hmm. deep, deep separation and heartbreak. And many of us are How many times right can you be cut in half? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> What's the record? I don't know, but we got to stop it. Okay, mm-hmm. so let's go to the next call. Okay, Savea said it feels really good. Oh, very good. Okay, and I, I feel it's still spinning in, so just relax and breathe it in. It's still coming. It's still coming in that trinity. I feel it spinning in some more. Okay, wonderful. All right, next caller is 847-419. You're on the air. Uh, hi, hi, you're on the air. Um, <laughs> Hi, this is Gloria. I don't need. I don't have a question. You guys worked with me last week, so I oh. want to let let it go on to somebody else. But you're adorable, and I love you. And bless oh, thank with you, Gloria. Thank you. All right. Well, okay. we will move on then. Thank you, sweetie. Okay. Next person in line. We've got six five one two six zero. Uh oh. Hello. Hi, it's Leslie. Hi, Leslie. We've got a lot of background noise there. Okay, you're on? I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't expect to get on. I didn't push the one either. I don't know so, why that's um, All right, well, I, I can move know. on. There's other people waiting. <laughs> okay, since I'm having a session with you on Friday, I will step down. Okay, thanks, Leslie. Thank you. Talk to you soon. Yep. Bye-bye. All right, we're going to have to find out about that minute, why the, the number one is not working here on the phone. Yeah. That's weird. Um, 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 um. 
Now I don't know who I just talked to. Yep, uh, there was it 978. Okay, let's see if that's a new caller. 978-500? I talk. I, I don't know because... Hello? Okay, she's not, she's not being yeah. didn't. Okay. Did we, there's, one up here, there's one up here that says unknown. Um, because someone in the chat, the golden, this lady named Golden in the chat room, um, it, but she said that she didn't, uh, maybe she's calling up from Skype, so maybe that's why we don't have a zip code. I mean, an area code for her? Let's see if we got our unknown. Hello? Hello. Hi. Who are you? Hello. <laughs> I'm Golden Waves. I'm, my name's Waveney. I live in New Zealand, so I'm bringing you. Oh, there you are. Okay, Hi. thank you for calling in, and how can we help you? Thank you. Um, well, I'm at the moment suffering a lot from um, sacroiliac joint pain. Um, mm. It's been ongoing, but at the moment uh, I had some physio treatment on it yesterday, and it's um, very, very painful today. So it was um, serendipitous that your show came <laughs> on. I had followed your work before but I haven't been on your chat room before so um, I thought it was a good opportunity for you to have a look in and see what's going on there. It feels very deep. Okay, can you tell me where, what joint it's showing up? I didn't hear where that was. Uh, it's a sacroiliac joint in my lower back oh, okay. um, on my hip, yeah, on my right side. Okay, okay, awesome, thank you. All right, let's drop in there then and see what we got here. Ooh, okay, we're going to start to move. There's, there's, It's bunched up. But first, we just need to get the circuits running. we get got to get the channels open here. So we're going to use the light to lift out where it's knotted up. Up into the spin. And we're pulling off actually some overlay circuits. These are interfering with the, your ability to run light or energy through the channels here. So let me get these off at the back of the sacrum chakra. Off you go. Woohoo there. This is it's it's interfering with your ability to source yourself. So this is part of the imprisonment programming and it's um okay, so let's see, what do we need to do? I'm tuning into your soul because this is of a kind of a global nature. A lot of people have this. It goes right to the, the sacrum is the source of our kundalini passion. And so there's a lot of interference happening there in people's chakras and bodies. And so what I'm getting is let's, it's almost like there's a little pilot light there. Waverly, we want to light it up stronger. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we're just going to, we're going to build it with okay. a crystalline base under your feet. There we go. Let's just start mm -hmm. to amp it. And it begins to move this interference away from you. From the external world that's trying to dominate and lock down humanity and use our our kundalini energy. Okay, it's coming off. Oh man, you got implants coming out. Okay, we're just gonna push. <laughs> also sludge coming out of here, so this is the real toxic stuff. And our our goal they're saying is to get the chakra really lit up and spinning. Okay, more coming out, and also more interfering overlays. Pulling them off. What it's it's they're plugged in, so it's like let's just it's almost like a motherboard. Unplug it, let's pull it off. 
Ah, there it goes. Okay, that allowed me to get more light in here. You're actually starting to shift into a new position. Here we go. And we're also moving you out of the space you were grounding into. It's no longer serving you. We need to get you onto a new path that matches your soul frequency. Does that make sense? So we're just kind of unlocking. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Okay. We're going to unlock the, the bottom magnets on your feet and lift you up. So it's almost like being at a train station. Let's go over to the one that matches you the best. And there we go. We unlocked. Okay. You're you're in space right now. We're going to move you over. And here we go. We're starting to find it. It's vibrating in a beautiful resonance with you. Let's get your feet onto this new path. Oh, there you go. You're landing. Oh, nice. Okay, the feet, let's lock them down. This is a much better energy. Ooh, it's beautiful. It's uh-huh. much lighter. Lovely. Whoa, and as you get I onto this, that. yeah, okay, now you're letting go. Okay, so you're on here. This is supporting you and layers coming off you that were oppressing you. Whoa, layers and layers off. <laughs> Okay, I need to ground you a little bit more down into the earth, mm-hmm. onto the crystal base. Yeah, there you go. Good. Whoa, more layers coming off. <laughs> and a, a whole oppressive system's unwinding out of your core at the chest area. Whoa. <laughs> that feels lineage. That's uh, generational. Yes. Okay, your pillar's opening. We're getting more of your soul light in, soul presence in now, because it was kind of like a dam in a river, you know. It was it was quenching it mm-hmm. up. So now we're opening up. Yes. Get more of your soul light in. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Let's move it all the way down to your sacrum. Let's get it down to your root and sacrum, because it's harder to get down there. Okay, good. You're, you're dropping. Good. Now you're landing. Down at the pelvic floor. Good. And the Kundalini can light up. Yes. <laughs> Amazing. This is going to feel so much better. Oh, thank you so much. So much better. <laughs> okay. Perfect. So you're spinning right now. It's grounding and rooting. I can feel the whole vortex around you spinning it downwards. We're pulling all of the soul light down into that pelvic floor. Get you really, your pilot, your no more pilot light. Get that flame going up you. Yeah. And it's still feeding into the channels at the back sacrum there. Still going in where they mm-hmm. were blocked. It's starting to open more. Oh, there you go. The back is, okay, we're getting an actual natural chiropractic adjustment. The back is pushing back out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there it goes, gently straightening. <laughs> Ooh. Whoa, there it goes. Shot up your spine. There's <laughs> <laughs> nothing like it. <laughs> That's wonderful. Yes. Oh, my goodness. And this is how we all have to be. We have to open up our channels. So good. Now it's going into the cranial. Okay, that's it. That We wanted that whole sacrum cranial fluid moving here with your light. All right, it's going into still point. That tells me you're actually integrating it. It's balancing in you now. Mm-hmm. So what I get is just in the you know the next few days because it's going to need to tend, kind of integrate into all down into the physical. What I'm getting is just start every morning, get your feet onto this new path. This is your soul path right into the future in front of you. It's well lit, and really engage with it. Like get your energy into it. Like like move it from your front chakras into this path now. Feed it where you're bringing it alive for you. 
and then then you'll really feel like you're integrated and it's now your new home base. Okay? Wonderful. Thank you so much. I can really feel that um, just was waiting to shift right right out. Yes, I know. was waiting, yes. You were ready. Oh, <laughs> Lovely. All right. Well, enjoy the flow, and thank you for calling in. Talk to you soon. Thank you so much, okay. Meg. Love to everybody and blessings. Love and blessings to you, too. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, that was a good wow. one. Yeah, what? Did we get everybody? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> well, there's, there is one. There's, I see one more number. The four zero five seven three seven number. I don't know if we did that or not. I don't remember. Let's open it up. Hello. Hello. Who's this? Oh, hi, Meg. It's Dee Dee. Hi, Dee Dee. How are you? Okay, good. I'm good. How can I help you? Um, I just want some assistance finding what it is that I'm that I'm ready to release. Okay. I'm still kind of blocked on getting to it. Okay, so let's go into your core center. We're just dropping into the heart and solar plexus, Dee Dee, and then let's see what your own soul light starts to kind of lift up here that we can release. So here it comes. It's coming out of the heart, chest. Oh, okay, let's start to let it out, and we can get more of what this is. Oh, we've got, okay, it's a whole layer of past life, pain and trauma, persecution, so it's time to let that go. Beautiful, coming out into the light, into the spin of the galactic center. All right, oh, man, it's it's digging into the chest heart, so let's go in where that's still grabbing. It's like a dagger here. Let's go in and pull it out. We're going to use your soul light to just gently remove this. Here it comes. It's very sharp. And it has even almost like an inverted hook, so we're going to have to... Oh, okay, there we go. We neutralized it. Now it's slipping out. Ooh, and it's dark. Let's release this. i got to know what this is. Some kind of curse energy coming out. Whoa. So it's from a past life as a priestess. Okay, it's, it's, it's releasing. We're going to move the divine light in its place to neutralize that area and cauterize it. There goes the actual darkness of it, the dark vapor coming out of your heart. Wow. Okay, what I'm picking up is that this was cast on you from someone who was working in the dark arts and very jealous and angry with you. It was to deprive you of being loved. Okay. It feels like some kind of a sister energy. And let me ask your soul what if they we gotta go to the Akashic Records and, and seal this D D. So let's okay, go up to the, yeah, let's go to the Living Library. We're gonna go up to the Book of Knowledge and the Akashic Records around this. This is this haunted you through several past lives I'm hearing. Okay. Okay, go in and let's ask what we need to do to close this out throughout all time. Okay, there's one more lesson to be realized from this, and then you'll be done. So let me get what it is. Oh, it's so true. Okay, we are at such a pivotal time where we're bringing back the divine feminine to the planet and to humanity. And this, of course, is part of your gift here. It's part of your soul's mission, part of your work. 
is not only to embody it yourself, but then to be able to have it realized here as something that is viable and valuable and honorable and cherished. And so what this curse is, is actually a, it's, a, it's a remaining aspect of a, a history here where you encountered the lack thereof, the divine feminine. So it was actually a diminished feminine or a weakened feminine that had to use the dark arts to feel powerful. Okay. Okay. And it looks like it was cast on you because you refused to enter into an alliance with the dark. You came in into these different lives and held the light of the divine feminine in your heart. And because it was in such a subjugated position, it actually brought you quite a bit of persecution. But you you uh-huh. have not you have not relented. That you're devoted and dedicated to it. And so that's why this is now releasing throughout all time, even in these past lives in your karmic wheel. Okay, there they go, they're starting to close up. So what we want to do is now say that this lesson has been fully realized and that you are here bringing the gift of the divine feminine not only to lift yourself up but to lift humanity up and that now completes this soul contract. And see it as a contract. You sign it at the bottom, paid in full, null and void, closed and canceled and revoked. And there it goes, starts to be recorded out into the universe and back in the Hall of Records now closed. And as it releases, coming out of all the different carnations that had this problem, coming up and out. And then we're going to now collapse those timelines. So as they kind of fold into, into themselves and drop into the galactic center, never to be alive in your unified field again. Okay, there they go, they're folding in and dropping. So that there is no memory, no presence of that darkness or even the persecution. And there it goes, allows the heart to open to the light, to the joy, to the love. <sighs> Collapsing the dark out. Oh, there it goes. Ooh, good. Opening the heart to the love, to the light, to your soul essence, to your mission, to your gift here. Or it will be fulfilled in this lifetime. And the heart's now expanding, even beyond the edge of the body, filling with that divine feminine, filling with the light, filling with the love, going out to becoming a cosmic heart. Good. Oh, it's really expanding. This is to feed you and nourish you as well as you do your mission. And that sharp wound is is disappearing. It's starting to mend and dissolve into your cosmic heart, this loving heart. Tell me if it feels, do you feel anything jabbing still? No. Yes. Ooh, it's just opening. I did it it first, and and it's better. Yeah. Awesome, Dee Dee. So just let this keep building. This is beautiful, and it's going to really fuel you. Awesome. Okay. Hey, thank you. My oh, gosh. you're so welcome. <laughs> we'll have to hear how you do with this. <laughs> okay. I will, I will let you know. Okay. Okay. Talk to you later. All right. Thank Bye-bye. you. Bye. We have about 14 minutes left here. So, how are we doing in the chat room, Annette? Oops. Sorry about that. Unmute myself. We're doing okay. Um, we're Denise. Be wrote in. Try the, she was saying that she can bring her twin flame in, but it only lasts for a day. 
And she's wondering if she should just keep replaying the show. Well, yeah, well, we we work with our twin flame energy as well in meditation and and um what's happening is we're in the sense we're reconditioning our heart center to hold the divine feminine and the divine masculine template inside our heart so the twin flame can live there eternally. So let's see if we can do a little more work to help everyone with those templates in the heart. Uh, So, Denise, just to know that we're all working towards this because it's new here. And it's, Mm -hmm. you know, as Manette said, it's been deeply separated over these many, many centuries and deprived since mitochondria, even Adam. That's where the original wound and separation happened with the twin flame lovers. So we're having to repair the heart templates to house uh, the twins, basically, in our hearts, in union. And, okay, so let's see here. We're just going in. Let's see how we can help repair the heart template. Okay, so let's try this. We're going to, everyone who wants to work on this, we're going to go up to our higher self and then even go up higher. So we're going to use the upward spiral of the vortex and go up. To our divine God self, our I am presence. I'm just going to use the momentum spinning us up all the way to our cosmic consciousness where the twin flame lovers unite in our I am presence, in our divine presence. Okay, and we're going to go in connecting to where it exists in its wholeness, in its fullness, in its beauty, in its powerful love. And Ideally, we want to be able to also embody it in our own human hearts and our lives so that we don't always have to go out into meditation to connect to it, where we actually can bring it down and house it in our hearts, our human hearts. So what we're going to do is bring in from our divine source here, our divine soul, the template for the divine feminine on the left of the heart and the template for the divine masculine into the right heart, right side of the heart. Okay, so let's bring it in. Now, I know our, our bi- human biological heart is on the left side, but our actual energy heart chakra is in the center of our chest. So there we go. Okay, we're starting to bring in the twin flame templates or divine lover templates into our heart. And it's like the housing for that love and union. Okay, there we go. It's starting to enter in better into our heart chakra. And we'll do the exercise again that we've done before. We'll just keep working on this till it takes hold. Because we're working against a lot of uh, repair work that has to be done in, in separation consciousness. So, yeah, And we're also getting the earth ready to hold this That's energy. right, too. That's very true. Thank you for that. Yes, very true. So for the women online, you can picture your twin flame divine masculine stepping in front of you. And for the men on the line, you can picture your goddess twin flame stepping in front of you, your divine feminine. And we're going to start to run them in a circle. So we're bringing the divine masculine into the right template in the heart and swirl it, the feminine, back to our divine masculine. And the same for the men, bringing the divine feminine into the heart template and streaming your divine masculine energy to your divine feminine in front of you. So we're, we're actually unifying the two hearts, those in our, in our divine counterpart's heart creating a, a swirl there where they start to integrate. This is what we're doing is we're actually integrating the circuits 
between ourselves and our divine counterpart way up here at the at the divine source level first. And there they go. They're starting to have an energy exchange. They're starting to connect with each other and swirl that love through the templates into the circuits of both our being and our counterparts being. And we're going to use the vortex to spin this in to take hold. This is the first step, is just getting it in and then activating it like we're doing right now. Now, what you will need to do is continue to swirl it here. So you're going to need to continue to run your light into the circuits here with your counterpart until it actually integrates into your heart and runs on its own. And I did this over a matter of months. It did take me some time, but also because of having to build this and get this in here into the earth plane, but I don't think it will take you that long. But now you can start to just, whenever you think of it, it doesn't have to always be in meditation, whenever you think of it, link my heart to my twin flame, link my heart to my twin flame, and I'm just going to run our, our templates here. I'm going to run the light of our love in a circular fashion through our circuits in the heart. And so you're creating the bond, you're creating the link up first. And then you start to ground this in and bring it down into the human more and more where it's alive, uh, steadfast, always. You always feel it no matter what you're doing through the day. It's always alive and it's pulsing and it's feeding you and you feel the love and there's nothing missing. You start to feel very whole with that love in the human reality. This is our goal. Okay, so it's grounding in, spinning in to take hold. So everyone can work with this. We'll, we'll practice this on our own. And then you can report back how it's going. Ooh, there it goes. So it's linking up the bio circuits. This is a key point to get it started. And then we ground it into the human. I hope that makes sense. <laughs> well, it makes sense. The question is, is it easy? <laughs> yeah. Because uh, as as we're laughing, when you do this, it also will kind of bring up to the surface where there's any kind of discordant energies there. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you know, it's clearing out all the, the ego sensations and the feelings of um, powerlessness that are keeping us from being whole. Yeah, it is. It definitely is. Okay, great. Well, that was a great question. Um, let me go. I've got some more people still sitting here on the line, so let me go to 651260. You're on the line. Oh, Hello. Hi, it's Leslie. I checked you earlier. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you, you know what, Meg? I think we did the callers. Did we, we do all the callers? I do... think we had a miracle. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but since we have a minute, um, I have a sister who lives in Oregon. She has a some sort of a implant, I think, in her jaw. I think it's in her left cheek. Okay. And it seems to be keep, keeping her from nourishing herself, and her ego has convinced her that she should identify with it. Oh. She and I have gone back and forth about this. So I'm kind of wondering if she might be ready to let it go. What's her first name again, Annette? Mia. Mia, okay. That's a great example, actually, of how the ego can get very identified with a condition mm-hmm. and not realize we have we have the power to clear all conditions out of our system. Yeah, it seems to me a bit of a punishment that she's maintaining, and it's, it's you know kind of hard to watch. 
And does it show up? You're saying in that she's not able to manifest. No, no, no. What she's had, what she, it's, uh, it actually, it creates a tremendous amount of pain in her face. Oh, got it, got it, got it. Okay. Oh, oh, I see. Oh, yes, yes, you're right. Okay, so let's get in and see what we can do to show her she can really put this uh, to to bed, put this to an end. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's the fixed belief system. I'm seeing it in the mind. Mm-hmm. That is part of her journey in life to um, to accept. Okay, and it's deeper. So now we're going to find out why she, why it's even here. Mm-hmm. There's okay. So we're going deeper, and there's a there there's a belief about that human nature is flawed. Mm-hmm. And so there's always going to be some kind of abnormality or discomfort. Uh, it's almost kind of that, you know, no pain, no gain type of mentality. But it's truly seeing all humans as deeply flawed beings. Mm-hmm. So that's the root which would need to be shifted, that you actually can start to envision a world where humans are healthy and divine and pure and perfect in a perfect mirroring of God goddess. Mm-hmm. So there's there's a we I just hit her wall when I even brought that solution to her. Hmm. Um all right, let me ask So she's her. not ready to let it go. She's pretty invested in seeing hum, humans as flawed. This is so interesting actually. Uh because what this is showing us is where, and this is a pretty big belief system in, in religions, is that we're we're deeply flawed and imperfect, and the only way that we can become um, pure and divine is we have to die and go to heaven instead of bringing heaven to earth. Mm-hmm. I've never understood this. So what I'm sensing is some of that is is the reversal would be that she could actually begin to envision a world where we could bring heaven back to the humans on earth and start to shift our reality where we live in that perfection instead of having to die to return to source, bring source to us here and live in that connection. So this is there's a there, it needs to be flipped in a sense. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And it's it's a it's a horrible game because it puts you in this game of trying to be a better person, trying to be, be trying to be good enough, trying to be good enough, but never really being able to do it, and then having this awful punishment of the pain because you're not able to be better. No, and it seems like the only relief you're going to get is when you die. Mm. That's not cool. That's, mm. that's not going to work. So, okay, so here's what we're going to do, Manette. We're going to, and for anyone who even resonates with this kind of reality, let's create a hologram to send to her of the new earth where we're bringing heaven to earth, we're bringing source to the humans to start to live heaven on earth now mm. in that perfect mirror reflection of God goddess of this beautiful soul union we're talking about and this you know this sacred love inside us. Okay, there we go. We're starting to create that reality as a beautiful hologram of our future and we're going to send it to Mia like a beautiful seed into her mind and her heart to give her hope 
that she can let go of that other reality, let go of that belief, because it's just a belief, but it mm-hmm. does create our reality. Okay, so Isn't it light. interesting how the things that, that hold us down the most are our own beliefs? Oh, I'm telling you. They have so much power. Not that so implants much. don't have their place. Well, but. yeah, yeah, they are there too. But these have so much power over us. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's a, yeah, it's a, okay, there we go. I'm feeling the, the relief of the potential future coming into her heart. <sighs> Opening her heart more to the hope that she could actually live in this manner. And actually, to all humans... What a beautiful gift to give them that that hope <sighs> that they can really set themselves free from these beliefs, these limiting beliefs. Oh, there it goes. <sighs> okay, so I'm feeling her actually start to let go of some of it. But she's going to need to be conscious in this. So this is where you could talk to her some more and you might have an opening now that we uh, offered her the future hologram, the alternative reality. Yeah. Yeah. Because she will have to choose. Everyone has a choice to let go of these limiting beliefs. Wow. Well, that's just awesome. I I really enjoyed the work today, everyone. And we I think we got to everybody. I hope we did. And we're going to have to find out about this, this number one thing. I'm going to have to make a note and call <laughs> blog talk and find out why that's <laughs> not working. <laughs> exactly. But, but we, um, um, I think all in all, aside, aside from me closing down the show, I think we did a good job. <laughs> we did. And we're going to keep the work going here as we continue to prepare <laughs> for 11-11. There's more to do as we really consciously collapse out any of this debilitating energy so that we truly are able to bridge into the new earth. So we send you our love. Thank you so much for joining us today. Hope to see you in a week and have a wonderful rest of the day. Namaste. Thanks, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye.